Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, the franchise player, Yo. Double B Bad Blood, joined by the mixologist himself, Mr. Chemical Julian, and your boy, Shane Husky, otherwise known as The Ones. Oh, Here wow. live in the Rossi Barbarossan Podcast, Friday Night Fights, AW Rampage, and WWE SmackDown Recap. Man, oh man, let's start oh. out with the shit. Before uh, we go into the good what shit. A show. Before we talk about but before we get shit, into that, let's talk about vacant. Vacant, vacant my man. Vacant. He look, has wins again. Ladies and gentlemen, let me let me let me let me sum it up for you real quick. Vacant has the most championship reigns of anybody in the WWE. He does. Tag Team like, United States in a continental world championship. Unisex champion because that dude is now hardcore 24 I mean, hey. Man, he is now the women's won, tag and team champion. And not only one, he wiped out an entire company without even having to fight. Man, exactly. I can't wait to see Vacant go in the Hall of Fame. Man, Man, the Hall of Fame. If, if Vacant doesn't get that ring, the Hall of Fame Shit. ring, it's a sham. It belt, is a belt sham. Collector. Belt sham. collector, boy. <laughs> the real belt oh, collector. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wasn't technically a whole call get stripped out of this Hall of Fame ring? Um, Hulk Hogan gets no play on this podcast. Um, I don't know, but uh, Tammy Sitch maybe. <laughs> She might so, use uh, her for bail. Vacant, vacant may have a Hall of Fame ring soon. She might use her yeah. for bail. So who knows? <laughs> Ouch. Too Ouch. soon. Too soon. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we're talking about vacant is because last Monday, well, this past Monday on Raw, the WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Sasha hold Banks up, and hold Naomi. Up. You gotta say it right. In an act of sheer unprofessionalism, unprofessionalism, bury them. Someone get the golden shovel out. Ah! Look, oh boys, have a great weekend. By the way, oh, uh, throwback. My proposal for the representation. Wait, 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 hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. No reply to my proposal for the representation of mine for your roundtable title match. Listen here, I made. My declaration. I said, "Champion versus champion, title versus title." I should even have be, to even face Drew. Don't be throwing in some some non-title contender to challenge for I my championship. I won that main event spot. I threw it on the gauntlet, and here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. Who? The Wiki Crazy Podcast is afraid to defend afraid. their championship against the roundtable title, so they're throwing out contenders. They're like, "Listen I here." Mean, I'm the I'm the head of the table. I'm not so, afraid of nobody. Well, you're not, Shane. But what they're saying is that the, 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 the powers that be, they're so afraid of the franchise. What they're doing is, Ooh. we're going to go ahead and we're going to throw out Barry Horowitz to challenge you for the championship. Oh, pal. What do I get as the champion? Hey, hey. What do I get? Hey, pal. Somebody get Alberto out here with the, with the, with the briefcase. Exactly. <laughs> look, 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 look. Double or nothing. That means two titles or two nothing. Titles. So basically, I'm defending my championship in the hopes of winning nothing. Nothing. There's nothing in it for me. It's like a prize fighter fighting for free. So, Damn. so here's what I propose live on the show. Throwback. Allow. Why don't you allow Shane One Belt Husky, the champ, your <laughs> champ, the man who's representing your brand. Your champion, your 
You know, if this was the old Roman days, he would be your gladiator. That's day of strength. Allow your gladiator to well, defend Caesar. his championship against a worthy champion, not a guy he lost to last time. This ain't the WWE where we keep giving out rematches. Like, come on, I I beat I beat Drew. Like Shane, as a champion, who would you rather face? A true champion or a pretender to the throne? I mean, I would rather face a real champion and become two belt husk. Like, that's my goal. So with wow. that being said, Shane, you're oh, 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 oh. <coughs> your title oh. is disputed. Wow. So I guess the champion doesn't retain the championship on a disqualification or a, or a draw? That's not what I heard. I mean, the, the way the rules are stated, I mean, the champion oh. always retains. That's like saying you don't leave the business on your back. Right. Wow. wow. If it's a double count out or a disqualification, what happens to the champ? What happens to the champ? Apparently, leave? the title is disputed. <laughs> Damn. Apparently. Man, it wow. looks like they may have another title. Oh shit! Wow, Vicky might have another. Wow, Vicky is holding. Vicky holds more championships. Bullshit! Jesus Christ! (laughs) Jesus Christ! Why is Vicky holding so many titles? I don't know, man. Vicky is on the roll. Vicky is. But anyway, but until then, I still have the title with me, so therefore, still champ. So, so uh, Shane, are you saying you're gonna buck the system and challenge champion versus champion? I'm gonna make the title challenge. mean something. I mean, come, I come on, throwback. You elevate the title if you ask me. I mean, come on, throwback. You know, you know that's money. You know that's money, throwback. Like, come on. Hey, yeah, I like definitely would. If you don't come with a paycheck, I ain't doing it. I ain't Man. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If it ain't about dollars, it don't make sense. Shane, don't get out of bed for less than fifty grand. This shit, true. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, Shane said he ever trying to be like the Usos. He want to unify the championships, but I uh, want to unify the champ. Bring him to both brands. Like, come on. So, with that being said, Shane and Drew were tied. It, okay. uh, no, no. If mm-hmm. Shane, well, no, no, Shane. Here, let 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 me let me clarify this for you. If you, as the champ, and the challenger tied, that's like a double disqualification, right? Right. So does the title get held up in a double disqualification? Is the championship does the championship change hands on a double disqualification? Oh, he okay, so you retain the title, but you're not the undisputed champion. Oh. So he's just the champion? So you're just a paper champion. You're a bitch. Oh. Oh, wow. oh, oh wait, wait. I said that word. I guess that means we have to feel so now. when Orndorf and he who shall not be named. Jumped off the cage and the feet touched the ground at the exact same time. Uh, he who shall not be named was not really the champion and not really the winner. Whew. Hmm. I don't know. Shane, I guess that means you're the universal champion. <laughs> Still the champ. <laughs> oh, Shane. Eastern States champion. Well, I think what no, Throwback is saying is, <clears throat> I think what Throwback is trying to say is, you have to defend your championship against Drew because you're not really the champion. You may hold the belt, but you don't have the prestige as being the champion because you retained your title on a disqualification. Oh man! Well, I guess it's time for me to retain my belt yet again. Wow! 
Yeah. So you're saying that if the champion ties with somebody, then the champion is the champ at all. He's just a chump. He's just a dude holding a belt, like a piece of paper. He's like, so basically what it sounds like to me is, Shane, you're not married. You're just a guy <laughs> who's living in a house with a woman and paying all the bills Damn. and not having sex. Damn. Basically, you're just like a roommate. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> you're not like a roommate because you're paying all the bills, so like you own the house. That means yeah. you might as well just go to the bar and be like, uh, we can't go to my place. My roommate's there. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's got a sock on the door. I can't go. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, my roommate don't like me having that. It. That's <laughs> true. Okay. Oh. I can't. <laughs> I can't have friends cool. over to my house right now. My roommate will get mad. <laughs> or I can't be at the house or someone in, in my roommate. I can't room. be at the house between eight and twelve every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man! My my so roommate's sorry. having my roommate's having company over. I gotta go. Hey, <laughs> if the socks hanging on the door, Shane, you gotta sleep outside. Yeah, man. Oh shoot! Oh man! So guys, obviously we're having a better day than Sasha Banks and Naomi because they were stripped of their championship today by the WWE, and now Vink is holding indefinitely. You know, we talked about this on Monday. And I really didn't want to it's, talk about it again today because it's it's I mean it's news. Don't get me wrong, the, the shit it's happened. It's really news. Yeah, it happened. But as a professional wrestler, I'm gonna just put this out there in the air. In the air, if I'm being treated unfairly, I'm gonna go to the booking committee and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, this shit isn't cool. Let's figure it out." Now, on the flip side, the stories that have come out. And the constant burial by the WWE of their guys on television. Yep. Sasha and Naomi have not gone to social media to badmouth the WWE at all. Nope. I mean, we, and we know the age of social media. People can say whatever the fuck they want to say. Correct. Whatever they want to say. They can make up stories about anything just to get out there. Um, but they haven't said anything. They've been very quiet. Like I, I'm, I follow them extensively. Just to make, I've been following them ever since this happened to see what would be said. Nothing. Now, we have this thing in the business called the brotherhood. The boys always look out for the boys, and when I mean the boys, ladies and gentlemen, I mean the girls too. Like in this industry, it's all unisex. We're all the boys. Brother and sisterhood, as you yeah. say. We're all the boys, except in some some places, brotherhood really doesn't mean shit. No. On one half, you got a lot of wrestlers standing behind Sasha and Naomi. And on the other hand, you got wrestlers like, oh, these fucking divas. Their attitude, Sasha's got this big old ego, and she just convinced Naomi to go along with, like, Naomi's a fucking idiot. Like, she's stupid. She's not stupid. She's a professional athlete. She is a grown woman who knows this business. I mean, her husband recently, as in an hour ago, became the unified world tag team champion. Yep. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Um, hey, like like Paul Hyman says, it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. Spoiler. So with that being said, she knows the business. So she's not stupid. She's a grown woman. So she didn't just walk in blindly, like, oh, okay, Sasha told me to do this. I'm gonna do it. Ho ho ho. You know, that didn't happen. So I'm 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 really tired of the drama. I'm tired of the BS. 
Yeah. Uh, as a professional athlete, I understand. Like when when baseball players go on strike, and they don't they don't go play, people don't say negative shit like that about them. When football players go on strike, they don't do that. When basketball players go on strike, they don't do that. But because two people walked into an office, put their boats on the table, and said, "We're out of here," they didn't say, "Go fuck yourself, we quit." They didn't say. Yeah, well, we're done with this company. Goodbye. They didn't go on social media. Oh, these guys, blah, blah. They didn't do that. They kindly went in your office. Just like if you're at work. If you're at your nine-to-five job and you don't like something that's going on at your work and you go into your boss's office and you say, hey, I don't like this. I'm going home. That's basically what happened. So I'm not going to be on a bandwagon because that ha- that seems to happen a lot in the industry. I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it alone with this. Sasha Banks and Naomi, they are professionals. They did what they did, and that's it. They made their choice and decision. And they're being professional by not by not going on social media and blasting the company. And what really what really upsets me about this whole thing is everyone's praising the WWE for bashing them on TV. <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. Like to put a statement out on on, on social media is one thing. But to have your commentators, oh, they were so unprofessional. They walked, they were supposed to be in this match, and they walked in here and then just threw the belts down and left. That's childish. What divas. Like, dude, that's like punching your that's like having your employees at work and just punching them in the face and be like, ha ha, you can't do anything about it. And you better not say anything on TV. Like, dude, that's crazy. But you know, independent contractors and all. That is true. Just, I don't know, man. It just makes me sick. In fact, that a lot of people are making a race thing. Yeah, oh, that really got us. As stop. a black athlete in this industry, we always talk about race, race, racism in the WWE, racism in professional wrestling. We always talk about that. Yeah. And, it, it, and look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This shit happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. But this wasn't a racial issue. No, it wasn't. So people, I really wish people would stop talking about it being a racial issue because there were two black women that were the de- that were tag team champions. And now they're being treated badly by the WWE. Let's stop it. <coughs> let's stop it. Please, let's stop it with, with that. Yeah. yeah, like someone someone just sent me a message right now. Said, said so they took the high road about not detailing the shit they were dealing with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They took the high road. They're being professionals. They, they they're, you know what? They're being grown ups. To being adults in this industry, there's a lot of fucking kids, not a lot of adults. So, bravo! Give you a round of applause for that one. Being an adult. So, hey, so FYI, um, Sasha and Naomi have been removed from the WWE shop zone. What? Yeah. Oh shit! I mean, you know what the WWE is going to do now? They're going to freeze their contracts, and you're you know, not going to go away. The news is this: Naomi's contract is almost up. She was negotiating. She was renegotiating her contract to be renewed. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna freeze it. They're, hell yeah! They don't want to go on AEW. Correct. Especially after <laughs> the show AEW had tonight. But wait, 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 wait! Didn't Lily just said that AEW is not competition? But why are they so afraid of that? <laughs> look, look. Let's just call it what it is. The WWE is falling apart. Stephanie McMahon took a step away from the WWE this morning. 
and fucking Nick Khan is taking her spot. And Nick Khan is being like Vista Burns, like excellent. Yeah. Nick Khan is taking her spot. Hmm. He knows business, but he has no fucking wrestling. No, which is why he I mean, released this, this it. Everybody. This is a guy who got rid of 250 people. Bray Wyatt, bro. Stars, like Bray Wyatt. Like, this is the guy who got rid of all those people. But you're going to put him in we charge of Bray? Stephanie is the chief brand officer, and she's also the, the person that handles all the media, the social networking, the social media. So, dude, that's probably why the Sasha Banks, Naomi stuff was put out on social media. Like, it was two people... Two people arguing at at, at uh, a local indie company. It is what it is, and it, it really kills me that the people who do shit like that, the people who go to social media and make up stories and blast people, are saying, "Oh, we're doing it for the business." They're fucking toxic pieces of shit, is what they are. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. WWE um, Network still has them listed as superstars and as tag team champions. Hmm, but vacant is a tag team champion. I seen the belt. I'm vacant. Vic is walking around talking about I'm holding a tournament next week to crown new women's champions. <laughs> Vacant don't give a shit. Vacant's like, I'm the champ now. Oh my god, Fight that's me. a that's I'm a 2K now. series I gotta make. <laughs> Vacant wins all the titles. Yeah, Vacant wins all Vacant, the titles. Vacant hashtag the belt collector. Yeah. Jason Thompson said 100 percent not a work. <laughs> Jay, exactly. For right, people bro. saying for people to say that it's not a work, it. It's not. It's this is literally not a word because they wouldn't make like it some serious stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. People are, you know, it, it is what it is. Um. So let's go ahead and get into this this episode of SmackDown because we'll get into are you we'll get ready? Rampage later. Read the rampage later. But I will tell you this: some of the matches on SmackDown tonight made me happy. Really? And some of the things could just kiss my ass. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn Open the show Kick Sami ass Zayn. Sami Zayn What can I say I love you Sami Zayn Hashtag Sami Zayn. Conspiracy. Yes Hashtag fourth member of Bloodline Just saying um, <laughs> hashtag, member, <laughs> hashtag member Of the Roundtable Perosi podcast crew You may not even know it but he is He is now He is now yep. Um, so <laughs> Sami Zayn was attempting <laughs> to uphold the honor of the bloodline. He was trying, tried his best. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this match, Julian? Hey man, so number one, it was a good match. Um, Sammy, I mean Sammy Shinsuke, they're always gonna put on a good match. Fully enjoyed it. Um S- Sammy going for the the the, 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 the count out. Uh, I don't know why that's his thing, but you know what? A win's a win, so whatever. Yeah, a win's a win. You can win by any means yeah. necessary. Um, but <laughs> dude, what's that change? The the way the show started when he was getting hyped up during the during the Bloodlines promo and everything, I was like, oh man, don't don't interfere in this match and fuck it up, please, Sammy. <laughs> right? Don't don't go in the ring and fuck this up. So mm-hmm. you know, no shenanigans on Sammy's part. And he no. tried. Yeah, he tried to hold it down for the bottom line, but uh, he kind of fell short. Yeah, man. Look, he got the Kinshasa. That's all I mean. The Kinshasa right to the face. Here, here's the thing: so many finishing moves are like are like crap now, but the Kinshasa is still knocking people out. Yeah. 
They're protecting the Kinshasa, man. I mean, bro, you can take a super power bomb from off the top of the build, the, the stadium where you are through 145 tables and kick out at the two, but the Kinshasa still knocking people out. Sure. Right. <laughs> it's like the buckshot lariat is protected. Have you been hit with a buckshot lariat? No. And I don't Trust me, get hit with something like that. You, I ain't protecting shit. I'm getting knocked out. <laughs> that's real. That's real talk, dude. That's real talk. Um, so, and something that, so Sami Zayn gets defeated by Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I've seen more of Shinsuke now than, than when he was the Intercontinental Champion. No shit. He's had more matches in the last four weeks. Yeah. Than he did as eight months as champion. Um, but he doesn't have Rick Boogs with him. You know, that's the difference. Boogs of Rick. Um, and then something that I know that's near and dear to Julian's heart. I know, I know. There's that a tear in his eyes when this happened. But when Happy Corbin came out, was his happy return to happy time? And he comes out and he does his his, his promo. Um, the fact that he said he had on a seventy thousand dollar hat, Jesus, and a forty thousand dollar shirt. Uh huh. I was like, I seen that hat at Dollar Tree last week. Um, <laughs> I seen the shirt at Target. I seen the shirt at Target on sale. You got ripped off. <laughs> I seen that yeah. shirt and had a Dollar General get out of here. Somebody saw that fool coming. They were like, yo, I got some oceanfront property in Texas. <laughs> I got some oceanfront property in, in, in Idaho that I want to sell you right now. Yeah, come get that. Come get that real quick. Um, but they recap him pilmanizing the neck of poor Mad Cat Moss. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, pilmanizing is when you take a chair and you put it on a person's limb. This time, at this point, they put it on the person's neck. Yeah, and he took this three hundred pound Andre the Giant trophy, which is like a seven foot five trophy, and he just picked it up and dropped it on top of the chair, which closed on the guy's neck. Now, realistically, that should have killed him. Put him in the hospital. I mean, career. Yeah, but he's a madcap. You can't hold down a madcap. You can't hold down a madcap. Yeah, madcap. See, (laughs) madcap. It was full force right on his neck, like legitimately full force. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was like full force, like when it was big. It was, it was almost as bad as a cervical clutch. Like when the freaking uh, Negan tried to kill Glenn, Glenn and Abraham. It was like that. What? Father Abraham. <laughs> Walking dead. Oh, Walking dead. So anyway, so Madcap yeah. goes. So so Happy Corbin goes crazy after the comment after he does the the, the uh, promo and he starts breaking up the trophy. Yeah, broken him and destroyed it. And and <laughs> the best part of the whole segment was the commentary. Because the commentary was like, What a son of a bitch. I can't believe he's doing these desecrated Andre the Giant. If Andre was here, he would chop you with his big hand. And I'm like, I mean he will. <laughs> he, he would have, you know. He was like, like, you got a barrel of beer, a barrel of what beer. What you doing with my trophy, eh? Andre, crush you. Okay, so so here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. When it comes to Shane Husky as the the Wicked Crazy Pinfalls Podcast Champion, have a good show, guys. Going to crash. It's eleven twenty three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Was my boys in Boston? I had to be up for work in a hundred degree weather. It is fucking hot in Boston. Crazy. It's wicked hot in Boston. In Boston is wicked hot, boys. It's Boston. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Get it? It's hot in Boston. Um, but he'll explain more about the uh, the championship debacle is what we're going to call it. The championship debacle. 
Serena Kovic. The podcast championship debacle. Okay, we're gonna talk about the debacle tomorrow. Okay, Boston. Yeah, in Boston. In Boston. In Boston. Um, it's wicked over there. Um, <clears throat> so let me we go to. We go to. <laughs> Should I see? I see thunder outside. I might have to like switch back inside a little oh, bit. Oh snap! Hey, yeah. hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It'd be like that for like five minutes, and then it'd be perfect again. Because Florida's yeah. crazy like that. She just ain't working right now, ladies and gentlemen. Just passing by, man. Just passing pass by. Yeah. <clears throat> so we go to a backstage promo or a backstage um, recap of oh, Drew oh, Gulak. Oh. Drew Gulak talking to the Rick- to Ricochet, the Intercontinental Champion. Who and the announcers was- say. That Gulak has had a change of attitude since talking to Ricochet. Hey, Gulak has had more matches on SmackDown than Ricochet, the Intercontinental Champion. Right. He's not <laughs> only. Hey, he, he's not being a Charlotte's bitch anymore. He's being Gunther's bitch. Yeah. Um. So, so we're not calling him on this show. So Drew Gulak is yeah, backstage, and Ricochet is hyping him up like, "Dude, you can do it. You can do it." Right. Mm-hmm. So Ricochet. So Ricochet is like, "Hey, man, you know you can do this, right?" You're you're a superstar. You're, you're a great wrestler. You're you're the man. So Drew Gulak's like, yeah. The next time I see Walter, because I didn't call him Gunther. The next time I see Walter, I'm gonna put him in his place. And he walks around the corner. It's like right there. And Walter beats the ever loving shit out of him. So we get Ludwig Kaiser, who's introducing Walter. Is he supposed Gunther. to be the new male? Is he supposed to be the new male Lana? Uh, apparently, he's a ravishing German. I don't know what the hell he is. Austrian. He's a ravishing Russian guy. <laughs> so anyway, he brings out he brings out Walter, who is facing Drew Gulak tonight. Look, oh, oh, oh. this match was so bad. Drew Gulak got folded like a cheap suit. Look, man. Let's just say. The, the Tenru power bomb. That's all I gotta say. Anybody know who Tenru is from Japan? He has some sick ass power bombs. I mean, his power Ooh. bomb rival Big Van Vader. Ooh. And uh, Tenru invented this crazy looking power bomb. So Walter uses that power bomb in the shortest match on right, SmackDown. My internet is messing up, so I'll be right back. Okay, so Shane's internet's messing up. What we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen? We're gonna go to a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Right back. Right back. Professional wrestling is one of the toughest sports going today. If you ever dreamed of being a professional wrestler, then former WWE superstar and World Tag Team Champion Sir Mo of the famed tag team Men on a Mission invites you, yes, you, to join his Bumps and Bruises Academy. Now in two locations in Carrollton, Texas and Sherwood, Arkansas. Allow Sir Mo and his head coach, Dante Smiley, and other coaches to get you on the road to an exciting and rewarding career. Classes forming now for your shot. Contact Sir Mo at 704-819-7312 or fill out an information questionnaire now. Don't wait. Make your dreams come true today by joining the Bumps and Bruises Pro Wrestling Academy. Hi, this is James Beard with SWE Fury, and you're watching the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. And we are back without Shane, apparently. Um, 
<clears throat> so yeah, man, it, it's man, he totally just murdered Drew Gulak really, really bad. Man, poor, poor Drew. He's getting no respect. He's one of the best wrestlers in the in the world, honestly. He needs to get some of that respect. Put some respect on Drew Gulak's name, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm gonna say. A whole lot of it. Shout out to Drew Gulak. <laughs> um <clears throat> so um, in, in one of the stupidest segments ever on this show, this guy has gone from Eli Drake to L.A. Knight to now Max Dupree. Max Dupree. So Max Dupree introduces himself as the CEO of Maximum Male Models. And he's here to scout superstars. Dupree tells Adam Pierce that he was hired by former um, WWE official Sonya Deville. Yep. And uh, it kind of sounded like, well, that's great. You're you're you were hired by someone who got fired. Have a good day. So you yep. took a guy who was great on the mic, who is actually he's a really decent wrestler. If you give him a yeah. give him a give him a good plat like when he was part of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Yes. When he was part of the NWA, when he was part of Impact Wrestling. Yeah. The dude dummy. was doing the most. Yeah, dummy. He was doing the most. You bring him up here, you give him a stupid name. And this is another reason why I say the WWE fans get treated like a wet food stamp. We <sighs> get treated so bad because we're not stupid. We know two weeks ago he was in it. Three weeks ago he was in NXT as fucking yep. LA Knight. Yep. So I mean, you bring up Raquel Gonzalez, you change it into Raquel Rodriguez, who they actually did something decent with. Can't complain about that. I, you know, they can have ten NXT call ups and do right by one. Yeah, well, I mean. The next two matches we're going to talk about were total opposites of that. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but we're going to do this. We're going to bring Shane back in. Shane is back. Let's bring Shane back in. I'm back. Welcome back, Shane. I'm back. back. I had to switch because I because lightning was coming pretty close. Like, yeah. Hey man, if you got struck once, it's all right. Like, no strike twice. Hey man, I know I got I got a pacemaker in me, so it's just yeah, you you (laughs) blow up. So (laughs) you know, let me do this, guys. I was asked, I was asked by someone, who are the guys? Who are you with on the podcast? So explain to the people who are watching that they're watching for the first time who you guys are. Shane. Well, my name is Shane Husky. Otherwise known as Husky Five One Eight. I stream on Twitch on Husky Devil. Underscore five one eight, love wrestling and other shit. And what are and who who are you? Like represent my boy, represent. And we're and I'm representing the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. But who? But what championship do you hold? Oh, and the wicked, the wicked crazy uh, pitfall champion. Who apparently in my title is dispute right now. You know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be like the Montreal Screwjob. It's gonna be the double nothing Screwjob. (laughs) I, me, and you were tied. Shane, <sighs> this is what I want you to do. I want you to lay off the blue chew for about two weeks. I haven't had blue chew in weeks, man. I want I... you to get an uh, enema. I want you to, to, to lube it up real good. 
And I want you to wait until double or nothing. And then take that enema and clean up your butthole because you're about to get through no Vaseline. Oh, man. Just saying. Yeah, and, no uh, Vaseline. The one they call this guy. <laughs> you're going to get the holes. They call this guy the mixologist. Julia, tell them why you're the mixologist. Mixologist. Or the futurist. Oh, hey, I'm the futurist because I called Madcap from a mile away. He did. He's so dead. I've, I've been calling just all these future champions, all these great matches. I've just been like maybe a couple pay-per-views ahead of time. So, you know, that's on me. You know, that's how it happens. What Julian did, ladies uh, and gentlemen, he created a time machine and he went in the future. And like an idiot, I keep telling him, don't touch shit. He stepped on the butterfly, came back, fuck shit up. And Madcap Boss oh, my, is my like... My glasses are so strong, I can see the future. Oh, man, the future's so bright, he got to wear shades. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, so to me, I, I am just a chemical engineer, and I happen to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. Man. It's you nice that we have new audience. I'll watch it for the fun of it. You guys are the shit. Yeah. And what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> I'll be quiet now. <laughs> what do we do on Mon- <laughs> What do we do on Monday nights? Uh, we watch three hours of Raw, so you don't have to. And yeah, I lose brain cells by watching Raw. <laughs> because you, you oh my don't god, have that's two point right there. Um, no, that's sh- a horny show. Like, come on, <laughs> shouts to Keto Lions. Um, <laughs> so the next match, we, we talked about your boy L.A. Knight being Max Dupree now. Um, Dupree, say okay. Can right. I say something about that? About the whole Dupree thing. Okay, I think they remembered Renee Dupree. Renee Dupree, yep. And then they were like, "Shit, we can't name him that because there's already a name." And well, he looks like, like Renee Dupree. Yeah, he really does, just a little bit. And it's like, well, I guess we came in, uh, with Max Dupree and then just call it that, and be like, "Oh yeah, that's good shit, pal." Why did I come up with that? And you know what's funny? He was so close. Adam Pierce talking to him, like he was like right here. Oh man, he, uh-huh. yeah, he was like he was close talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Are you gonna like kiss him or what?" Like. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Hi, my name is Max." How are you? Like, if you if you work at a grocery store and people ask you like where's stuff that, they'll do that. They'll he stay like, up in your face. He was like, "Kenny, you tell me where the bread is." <laughs> I I've had <laughs> customers. No, no, I can't. I've had customers done that to me before. Like really all around me, I'm like. Get get away from me! All of you. Can you see our personal space right here? <laughs> um, so speaking of NXT 2.0 call-ups, they do this. They do this uh, one-minute video clip of Raquel Rodriguez, formerly known as Raquel Gonzalez, who was just Raquel Gonzalez three weeks ago in NXT. Because um, Rodriguez is definitely not a stereotype name. Oh no! Well, I mean, that's her real name. So I mean, yeah. Okay. So Raquel Rodriguez comes up and like they're talking about her facing. Um, the new SmackDown Women's Champion, the baddest chick on the planet, Ronda Rousey. Right? So she gives Ronda like a run for her money. Like even she, the match she had with Renee with, with, with Raquel Gonzalez, or you almost Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, was better than the match she had with Charlotte Flair. Yep. Yeah. So Charlotte is not sandbagging. Yeah. You, <laughs> you mean Raquel's not sandbagging? So. Yeah. So basically, Shotzi Blackheart was backstage with Aaliyah. Now, Aaliyah, the fastest, like the, the person with the fastest win pinfall record in the history of all of wrestling, and they who was a about face, it. is now an angry little heel girl. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. 
So well, like, I guess us WWE fans don't remember what happened like three weeks ago. Remember, um, super heel. And they're fighting. They're arguing about, well, you locked me in a closet. Oh, you locked me in a room so I couldn't get my shot. I'm a grown ass man. You gotta lock me in a closet, really? Everyone has, a, everyone has a cell phone. Like I'll just be texting hey, my yo. You open closet door. Yeah, man, I got a cell phone with five G. What the hell are you thinking about? Five G, you see, baby, <laughs> right here. Um, so it was, it was really stupid in my my opinion. But they're arguing about it, and I, I just, I can't stand Shotzi Blackheart. Like you know me, I've, I just can't stand her. Um, from indie days, I just can't stand her. Um, but she's like, oh, I want a shot at the champion because if I could beat, I mean, if I was up there, I would have beat Ronda Rousey. Okay. okay. So Shotzi goes out sure. to the ring and she faces Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez beats the piss out of Shotzi Blackheart and gives her that that um, that uh, one arm power bomb. Yep. And then after the match, uh, <laughs> after the match, you know, we you know we you get like Shotzi's. I mean, all the all the girls in the back are watching the match, saying that she's a one shot wonder. And then she goes through Shotzi like nothing. So they're giving her the the push. They're giving her the Jade Cargill push. Minus uh, the rocket, they strap the rocket to her back, and she's going. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what I said earlier about NXT 2.0, NXT 2.0, when they bring someone up from the the minor league, the the what do you call it, the um, developmental, developmental, they they bring you up, they give you a stupid gimmick, and they give you a good run for like a week, and then they job you out. They make you like Leah stupid. Yeah, right? like Leah for existence, and they always fail. Like LA Knight, instead of bringing them up as a wrestler, they brought them up as a as a uh, as a uh, which was supposed uh, to be Adam Cole's role as a man. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring him up as a guy who does commentary. I mean, a guy who does management. He's a management manager. Um, same thing when they brought up Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak was a former cruiserweight champion, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. They bring him up just so he can get beat up by Charlotte Flair and other people. Um, they bring up Walter, change his name to Gunther a week after he debuts as Walter in the United w- States when he debuted in. And WWE fans are supposed to be stupid, and I understand that. So the next match, it's not that they're stupid. Well, it's just well, that the difference with the difference with Walter is they changed his name before he left NXT. Yes, which UK. was really dumb. No, no, he debuted. He debuted on Raw on SmackDown as Walter. His very first match as Walter. Yeah, and but then he later they were like, he's Gunther. Yeah. But then, like, he was, but then he was back in NXT as Gunther. People are like, and what he was, the hell? And he was there for like two or three matches. Yeah, you see what I mean? Yeah. It's stupid. So, I mean, it, I don't know. I just, I can never make heads or tails of the stupidity that happens every week on this show. It just drives me crazy. Um. So what they did was they and showed like, a video clip yeah. of... The Ridge Holland Sheamus oh. um, tag team match where I'm so done with this feud. Like the the New Day versus the Fight Night, whatever they call themselves, Fight Night. Three stages, okay. the the Three Stooges. So yeah. what happened was they bring up they bring up Pete Dunn from NXT, what? NXT the longest reigning NXT UK champion in history. But we're not supposed to remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he made history, right? But you're not supposed to remember that. They bring him up and they change his name to Butch. It was NXT UK. They don't count. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. We can't we can't talk about that or look at it right stuff. You, you uh, already mentioned NXT line. UK and now they we already want know. them to keep their jobs. Nikon, Nikon, don't worry about that. They only make like five thousand dollars a century. Nikon is gonna pull it, uh Mr. Burns and be going NXT. Sorry, we said we said NXT Antarctica. Our bad. <laughs> NXT Mexico. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> NXT, NXT Antigua. Yeah. <laughs> the Antilles. Um so they bring up they, they they bring up the new day. They bring up Rich Holland breaking Biggie's neck one more time. Again. Shout out to Biggie. Get well, get well soon, man. Hopefully your neck is healing great. Um, the power of positivity, like like I I give you all the power of positivity I can muster, my friend. Um, you know what? It, 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 in the last in the last podcast, mm-hmm. we talked about. As far as storylines go, WWE not reminding you of certain things to push to push storylines along, like not reminding you about um, um, Bianca Belair losing her Becky first Lynch, match yeah. on the main roster to Becky Lynch in the in the Battle Royal, not reminding you about these the historical things that took place. However, this shit right here, every damn week. Like you would, you would actually think that Big E is coming back, like right in a month, in a month six weeks. No, broken neck. That's going to take like three yeah. years. And well, but the way they hype, the way they're hyping him up is like he's going to debut next week. Yeah, like he's going to do a run in. Like you, you would have expected him to do a run in tonight when um, when the Fight Club uh, jumped Xavier Woods in the entrance way. Or you would think that next week maybe all of New Day is going to come back, or something like that. But that that is just how much they talk about it. Well, in the grand scheme of things, they did mention that they were going to bring a big person next week. So we all oh, know Biggie ain't coming back next week. We're in a goddamn neck brace. Oh, let's, hope let's hope not. Because if they yeah, do some no, stupid gimmick like, like they did back in ECW with the pit bulls. Or zombie. The zombie. Oh, God. We get big zombies Zeke. again. Bring back Ezekiel, the other Ezekiel. Black oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Black. <laughs> no, no. Do not put that out there in the ether. Do not put that out there. Come they on. call him Big Zeke. Big no, Zeke. No. Black Zeke? No. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to stop this shit right now. No. Ezekiel? <laughs> No, <laughs> but his We're name is right. We know they watch this show. We know they watch this show. So do not, do not put that. Call him Jackson. Hey, hey, have you guys not learned a lesson? Remember, remember the goddamn kiss cam. Ah! remember that. Do you remember the kiss? Shane, do you remember the kiss cam? I remember the kiss cam. What did you say? Well, I think they should read about the kiss cam next week. What the hell, the kiss cam? <laughs> well, they, well, they're not gonna. They're not. They're not gonna. Give him Omos. Oh God! Has there has there ever been like somebody big associated with New Day? Um, no. Huh. What? Oh, hey, maybe it's Big Swole. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no. Maybe it's Johnny Gargano. Who knows? I need to resell the deal. It's not Johnny Gargano. I'm just saying. Hey, man, I don't want to say that. Is up in here. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Johnny Gargano wasn't even in the same state as John, John freaking Morrison was. 
Maybe Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's injured right now. He's injured, but that would be kind of cool if Shelton Benjamin came back. Shelton he came back as the gold Benjamin. standard. Just saying. He, he would fit perfectly. Anyway, so, so Xavier Woods We're defeated Butch. The big a, show? Oh, wait. They're no. snatching the backwoods. Basically, it's just a small package to roll up a doom. Wait, wait, hold on. Did you say a snatching backwoods? He called it the snatching the backwoods. That's the yep. name of the finish was snatching the backwoods. Like he I thought it was just the called soul. the backwoods. He was like, nope. snatch. He snatched. Yes, so that's what he was talking about. Yeah, he was snatching that. He was like, snatch that. Um, so Bush got him some snatch. <laughs> It's not nine o'clock yet, Julian. God damn it! We're already <laughs> breaking rules. It, it's eleven over here, Ladies so we're fine. Was, uh, those those are Julian Julian's uh, comments. His comments alone did not reflect those of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast or by SM.net before nine o'clock. You got no some demonetization back. today. Damn you! All right, so damn Xavier Woods Julian. now changed the name of his finisher to Snatch in the Backwoods. That, that sounds very wrong. So That really does. So after the match... That's like, don't pull my hair, pull my... Alright. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to snatch that backwards of you. I mean, she you really shouldn't have a backwards, but I'm just Shane, saying. if you don't be quiet, I'm going to snatch your weave. <laughs> what weave do I have? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so anyway... Um, so after the match, uh, Xavier Woods promises to bring an equalizer to help him and Kofi Kingston against a villainous trio. Cesaro. Wow. He didn't say neutralizer. He said equalizer. Hmm. Yeah. Cesaro oh. does have heat with Seamus so like and that. Rich Holland. Wow. Shane. Wow. I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, Cesaro's chilling making coffee right now. I mean, he's like, fuck yeah. it, I'm here with these coffee I mean, beans. Hey, people can work out with deals with the WWE. Look at Cody. Yeah. Look at Cody. Yeah. Look at Cody. So anyway, then we go to the match that everyone and their mama was waiting for. The WWE promises match four weeks ago. And we actually thought we weren't going to get it. There were, there were news reports saying that it wasn't going to happen. It was Dude, on the shelf. Everywhere. It's taken away. Yeah. Everywhere. They were like, it's not going to happen. Vince is going to pull the water and eyes again. It was going to be free on TV. Right? Hey, look. the boy, Your, your boy doing commentary was like, Pat, Pat McAfee was like, this, this is a match that could have been headlining SummerSlam. It's a match that could headline Hell in a Cell. So I was like, okay, they're going to be one of those matches for SummerSlam or Hell in a Cell. Like I just knew that because like, the way they were hyping it up, he was like, "This is a big, this is a big premium live event match." And guess what? This is this is a match that we give away on Sundays, but we're giving it away live here on Friday for free, for free. And I was like, "What is it? AEW? What time did uh, Rampage air today? Rampage aired at five o'clock. Four, five, six, four o'clock. Four. four. Oh, okay." Four to five. All right. Four o'clock Pacific Standard Time, which is stupid because people are still at work. But you know, NBA finals. What time zone is good for everybody so that people can watch it? Well, let's five, see. If you're on the West Coast, o'clock. I will say six o'clock. Yeah. Because you're home from work. If you get off work at four thirty, five o'clock, you make it home by six. Then you can watch Rampage. It's an hour show. You can ready to go to the club. One hour. You can dollar bills for the you know, to give it to the young ladies to pay their college tuition. You might um, be a hook over there. Who knows? Their college tuition, whatever your preference is. Um, you know, you're going out, you're going to get drunk. You know, you're sitting at home drinking a gallon of water. So, you know, you can hold your, 
your liquor, and you're watching Rampage. It's a one-hour show, and it's good. That's why, uh, Shane, I think you're too young for this. But back in the day, on Fridays, 8 o'clock, X-Files, everybody. I know some yeah. X-Files, but not all I was it. all about Mulder and Scully, boy. After Mulder and Scully, you up and out. Mm-hmm. It was up like, oh, now, now we go hit the club. We didn't have our X-Files on. Yep. Then one only one game will be shown DVR. Yep, that is a true statement. Um, but yeah, that's like back in the day when you had Raw, when you had uh, Monday Night Raw and Monday Night Raw at the same time, you're flipping channels and shit, going back and forth, <laughs> doing commercial breaks. I was like, yo, one of these shows gonna get DVR. I'll just watch one later. <laughs> um, so let me go. We go ahead and we go to the big match, the main event, big fight feel, the undisputed tag team championship of the world. Unification time, baby. And we get it. The Usos, the ones, versus RK Bro. The 420, and I just smoked your ass. Well, it was 520 today, and they got smoked. Oh, yeah. Because the winners and new unified world tag team champions, Jimmy and Jay, DUI Usos. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Usos. Wow. The ones. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Usos have held the tag team championships longer than any tag team in the WWE. Yeah. And the fact that, look, as a professional wrestler, I I pulled the curtain back a little bit. I I pulled the veil back a little bit earlier when I was talking to you guys. When a champion walks down to the ring carrying the belt and now wearing the belt. They both hold the belt. He ain't coming back with it. But the Uso was just like, nope, we're going to carry our belts already, too. We're going to play psychological warfare with these fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was a good match. The Usos were about to lose when the big Uso himself, Man, Reigns. If only it was Sammy Zayn. It would have been. Grabbed main event. It today. Been Sammy. If it was Sammy, bro, <laughs> I would have super popped. I would have, like. like I'd have like Shane, give me all your blue shoes so I can pop it all right no, now. See, I would have asked my dad, like, Dad, I um I don't take blue shoes, but go go and give me some blue shoes so I could pop some. <laughs> Man, I'd have been like, I'd have been like, clip, 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 blue shoes. Pow. Gray sweatpants uh, all day. Gray sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Who's himself to save the I, day? I I doubled the sweatpants. <laughs> mm, wow. Um, the big ooze <laughs> came and sweat and saved the day. And then after the Uso, uh, after Jimmy, main event J, after main event J Uso hit the splash with the one, two, main event, I'm sorry, main event Jimmy Uso, right? Yep. Hit the splash, boom, one, two, three. Then they put Riddle outside on the, the commentator's table. Yeah. And he gets up on the top rope and he hits another frog splash from the top rope to the outside through Uso the table. splash. Yeah, the flying Uso. He hit that shit, and he hit it all new day. Unified tag team champion. All right. So what was funny so was, uh, what was funny was, uh, Roman Reigns started beating Riddle's ass, and he said, "Knee me in the face, bitch!" And he, <laughs> I was like, "Is he? Is he mad? Like you mad, bro?" Yeah, he real mad. Not only that, big mad. Did, did you guys catch in the crowd where there was like a mother and the son, and the mother was just like forcing her child to look? Right, that kid was pissed. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's the oh, best man. part. There, about there, was the, there was one kid in the crowd, the crowd crying. I was like, <laughs> that's the best part about being a professional wrestler, making kids cry. 
Um, <laughs> beautiful. Oh, Roman Reigns hurt my favorite. Oh no! Anymore. I can't wait to come back to LA and wrestle for wrestle for you guys again, Julian, so I can make another kid cry. Oh, man, I, I got I got to come with next time to freaking California. July July twelfth, brother. July twelfth. Okay. Uh, be defending the OIW North American Championship, and I'm gonna make some kid cry. That makes some kid cry. It's not a triple F. I make a kid cry. That's how it goes down. Um. Anyway. Randy Orton took a beating. Randy Orton took a beating, bro. Like talking about his face outside. Um, Roman choked him out too. But result, yeah. But and he was like, she was, he was choking him. He goes, talk your shit now. Talk your shit now. I was like, Roman is having like he is doing too much. So and again, so the heels win. Mm Kind of hold up the belt for a second. Go outside, beat up the baby faces. Then come in the ring and celebrate, and that's mm-hmm. how you do it. That's how you do it. You know, there's but, a show that comes on HBO. Um, it's it's a very very funny show. It's called Hacks. Hacks. It has. Uh, you ever watch that show, Designing Women? Remember that? Yeah. Well, Shane might not know, but some of the older people who are watching the show will understand Designing Women. Um, the blonde from Designing Women. I can't remember. Jean Smart. Jean Smart is, and she's she's a, a comedian on the show, and she's like an older yeah. comedian, and she's trying to start over again, you know. And she has this young girl who is like a writer who writes these jokes for her Tone Road, right? Funny, funny show, funny show. Um, so <laughs> there's a guy who's gay on the show, and his mom, his mom was like every 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 hood mom in L.A. She's like, boy, you know, you gotta let me tell tell like you know, I guess there was like a secret going on, and she was like. You gotta let me call your ex boyfriend and talk to your ex boyfriend about this. And this show dropped some AEW versus WWE plot lines. The mom said, "Okay, so you telling me that I can say something about this? I can DM your boyfriend, your ex boyfriend, talk about this if Roman Reigns goes to the AEW." He said, "You know what, mom? If Roman Reigns goes to AEW, then yes." You can DM my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I fucking popped for it, dude. I'm like <laughs> mainstream television. It was awesome. Oh yeah. Um, okay, we done with that conversation now. Uh, what? 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 Who? What? When? Hey Shane. What? Your mute said hi. Anyway, so we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go to. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick commercial break. And then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about AEW Rampage, the Rampage. hottest hour, the hottest hour of professional wrestling in all of sports infotainment. We'll be right back. get your hair cut you go get your hair cut right you head down to big d's barbershop big d's barbershop vancouver washington's best and brightest 1019 main street vancouver washington where you can go get your hair lined up 
cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdeesbarbershop.com. Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. Okay, before we get into AEW, <laughs> before we get into AEW, Two more minutes, Shane. Yeah, no scissoring this week. You can talk about that. Two more minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, so AEW AEW Rampage is really good. Um, but before we get into that, before we get into AEW Rampage, let's, let's 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 reflect on that video we just saw. Do you know I've seen that Boy Girls Club video like a thousand times? Yeah, I know. And I've never seen the little boy playing ping pong. Hey, ping pong is fire. <laughs> Huh? Ping pong is fired. It is fired, but I just realized a little boy is playing ping pong for the first time. I'm like, okay, well, I learned something new every day. It's like it's like miniature tennis, but you know, table tennis. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to our show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and start out AW Rampage review recap, and boy, oh boy, did it start out as usual? Fire. Fire. The House of Black versus Evil Uno. Your boy Tan and Fuego del Sol. So we should call that team Hot 11. <laughs> Fuego. Uh, fire. Hot oh, 11. Uh, I get it. Ha ha ha. Be there all week. Follow joke. All right. So anyway, this was a pretty good match. Um, oh, man. It was violent. It was violent. Poor Fuego is getting his ass whipped constantly. Um, shout out to Fuego because he's the one taking all the abuse in this match. Um, it was a pretty solid match. He's already did. Buddy Matthews uh, with that DDT. Wow. Um, it looked like he killed Fuego uh, on the apron, no less, or on the sta- on the stage. Um, oh. Yeah, mm. it was crazy. He DDT'd him on the stage. I was like, Jesus Christ, that kid is dead. Um, By God. But after the, the beatdown, you know, um, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Brody King hits the stiffest Baldo bomb on 10. <sighs> The biggest guy in the match hits the ball, the bomb on 10, gets the cover one, two, three. Um, great, good match, good match. But at the end of the match, the lights go off and come back on. It's Death Triangle. The triangle has a tombstone. Did they have the under the tombstone? And hocus they pocus. When they pull that, no, that was no hocus pocus. When they no pull the, the, the cover off the tombstone, it was a tombstone with a double or nothing logo. Mm-hmm. And the name, House of Black. So on the pre-show of this pay-per-view, not premium live event, on this pay-per-view, on the pre-show, we're going to have House of Black versus Death Triangle in a in a trios match. Okay. Which is going to be pretty freaking sick because all six of those guys are freaking amazing. Are going to kill it? Um, they are probably going to steal the show. On the buy-in. They're probably going to steal the show. Um, 
but Julia Hart was, you know, Julia Hart was nowhere to be seen. Good. It would have been awesome if she was like chilling in the dark with her one eye, her Popeye one eye, her pirate eye, watching a video like they do in WWE. If she was watching the video, it'd be all right. But alas, she was not. No. But the next matchup had the chairman. Shane Shane Spears. Sean Spears. Spears, I'm thinking of Shane. Sean Spears. Sean Spears had a very special opponent. Our man. Big Damo. Big, Big Damo. Formerly known as Killian Dane of the WWE. and Who also does the one-winged angel, by the way. Shout out to Big Damo, because, bro, a 380-pound dude moving like a cruiserweight. Yeah. If he AEW made... did not sign him to a contract, uh, Big Damo was the they're, husband. They're, they're fine. They're fine on the roster right now. Big, <laughs> Big Damo was the husband of the WWE's resident superhero. Um, um, almost a superhero. A.K.A.S.H. Almost a superhero. Yeah. Um, but dude, Damo hit this friggin' running crossbody. Three hundred eighty pound dude hit a crossbody like a cruiserweight. It was awesome. Uh, shout out to Big Damo, dude is amazing. Yes, WWE he is. was stupid to get rid of this guy. Not only that, they were stupid to let go sanity as a whole. I mean, but but this right here, like I would like to see Big Damo versus Samoa Joe. That'd be good. <clears throat> That'd be Put the Ring good. of Honor Television Championship on the line. Big Damo, Samoa Joe, Big Damo, and Keith Lee. There you go. Just just two big beefy men. All types of meat. I mean, can you imagine the pulsating and rock hard and I'm already imagining just thick and juicy forearms just beating, just slapping each other's meat like that? I mean, just I imagine Shane's already basking in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine basking in that glory? Oh already. Shane, calm down. (laughs) Calm down, Shane. Said you, have any blue, said you didn't have any blue chew on your trip. Smell it, man. It's crazy. Um, but Damo got a huge pop from the crowd. He did surprisingly. Everyone was like, "Yeah, going crazy." I mean, they remember from NXT. Unlike WWE fans, they actually remember where the person was before. Oh yeah. Somewhere else. Um, Post match, Spears hits the. After getting his ass whooped for a good fifteen, a good 10, 15 minutes, Spears hits the uh, the uh, C four for the win. And as he, he made Sean Spears look pretty good. As he, uh, yeah, he did. As he hits the C four, he goes, he goes, uh, Warlow, and hits the big, hits the finisher, right? Obviously, calling out Warlow because this coming Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, we're gonna have a steel cage match. Solid steel cage. Solid steel cage Solid. match, where if the guy can get thrown to the cage and it won't fall down, um, <laughs> Warlow, Warlow versus Sean Spears. Warlow wins. He gets a shot. Referee. Oh, with MJF. He gets a shot at MJF at double or nothing, which AEW already screwed up by putting up the graphic of MJF versus Sean, um versus Wardlow. So we already know the outcome of that match. Good looking out, Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. <clears throat> so in a match that I thoroughly enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Red Velvet versus Chris Statlander. Yeah. Red Velvet came out with the baddies. Because, you know, I ain't never been with the baddies. She came out with the baddies. And, um, you know, they did the whole thing. And Statlander came out looking completely like, bro, I'm loving Statlander. Her look. Formerly known. She's no longer a stupid alien. 
that her her look, the way she the way she performed, she she like I would love to see Chris Statlander and Jamie Hader as a tag team. Because Chris Statlander wrestled like that tonight. She was tossing tossing red velvet like she was a like she was a salad to Olive Garden. Just tossing her just tossing her like a salad to Olive Garden, bro. Just ragdolling her. Ragdolling her, beating her from pillar to post. And Red Velvet wasn't taking it. She was getting some. Uh-huh. She almost had a near fall victory too. She had Red Velvet had such a close near fall that I thought it was a three. I did too. I was like, Aubrey Edwards counting three. And if you look at the finish of the match, um when when um um when Statlander hit her with the finisher, Red Velvet kicked out at two. And Statlander still came I mean, the ref still counted to three. If you go back and watch it, her shoulder popped up at two. Like she popped all the way up and ref counted to three. So Statlander wins the match. And as she wins the match, they get jumped. Like all the baddies come in and they start jumping her. And then Ruby Soho, who is going to face Chris Statlander next week in the semifinals of the Owen Hart Women's Ruby Tournament. Ruby Soho's going to win. Soho runs to the ring. And she gets beat down. And who comes out to make the save? Sweet little Anna Jay. Anna Jay. Oh. Who runs into the ring with a chair. I mean, with, with, with a crutch. That she shoved Mark Sterling down and grabbed the crutch. She runs into the ring and she runs up to Jay Cargill, who doesn't powder out fast enough. It was the most awkward situation I've ever seen. I mean, it was like Shane trying to scissor a dude. It was just so awkward. <laughs> so awkward. Just yeah, it was awkward. Um, but we later on we later find out during a backstage interview that Jade Cargill comes up to your boy Tony Schiavone, of course, and she says, Tony, cut, cut the shit. Here. And she says, So check this out, Anna Jay. You you want to come out here and you want to run your mouth and you want to do this and do that. Well, you know what? At the pay-per-view, you Versus me, come get this work. So after that, the official graphic popped up. We're gonna have Jay Cargill defending the TBS Championship against Anna Jay at the pay per view. Anna Jay. Now I'm not gonna be a dick or anything like this because you know I love women's wrestling and I love to support women's wrestling. But Anna Jay versus Jay Cargill on the main roster on the main show, while you have Death Triangle. And the House of Black on the pre-show. I'm sorry, Tony, but this is I, it's bad booking. It's bad booking. Hey, they're trying to get people in for the pre-show, hoping they'll just go ahead and click buy. But there's several the matches show. that are going to be several matches on the show that are going to be pay-per-view quality. I thought they said that the TBS Women's Champion was going to be on the buy-in as well. No, no. Hmm. So then we go to a promo, a backstage promo with uh, Sammy Guevara. So, no, no. Scorpio Sky comes out to the ring with um, <sighs> with uh, with uh, Ethan Page, and of course Dan, Dan Lambert, Lambert, who didn't even speak. By the way, speak. yeah, he didn't speak. He didn't say shit. No. Um, that shows you that Ethan Page and Sky can do it all their, themselves. Right. Um, they cut a scathing promo. They're like, you know, Ethan Page is doing this thing, and Sky was like, "Cut the shit. Where's my goddamn belt? Where's my belt?" And he went off on Sammy. He said, "Sammy." You need to bring my belt out of here right now, or I'll come back there and I'll take it from you. So, yo, they're about to throw hands. Yeah. They, you know, like I mean, I mean, honestly, if someone take my belt. Yeah, I'm about to throw hands at you too. Oh yeah. So, so 
him being uh, the Scorpio uh, Sky uh, being I'm the guy. I'm trying to take one of your bells through through my screen over here. No, nope, can't do it. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's how I throw hands on this show. Um, so, so they go, they flash back, and they go to this, to like an outside venue, an outside video shoot, and you have Sammy Guevara with the belt with Ty Conti, uh, and Sammy says, oh, oh, "Oops, oops, oh, almost dropped it, almost dropped it, right?" And then drops the belt on the ground, and he goes, "I would never do anything, never do anything to disparage his belt, never." But my friend here will, and he pulls up a sledgehammer, and he goes to break the belt. He hits the belt like three or four times. I right, we want our match. We want our match. Alluding to Scorpio Sky and and, and Ethan Page versus Frankie Kazarian and Sammy and Sammy Guevara. Um. Yep. So Sammy goes. Well, you know what? I'm not done with it. Maybe this guy will. And he gives the he gives the the sledgehammer to Frankie Kazarian, who's dressed up like someone from fucking. Um, what what did they say it was? Um, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> even Christian, even uh, even Jericho goes, "Oh, it's it's Frankie from Reservoir Dogs," and he says, "I'm gonna come and I'm gonna come out here and break this belt, and now I'm gonna come to the ring and I'm gonna break your ass." And he starts breaking the belt, and I'm like, "For one, no man should ever tell another man I'm gonna break your ass." I mean, it's like, yo, I'm gonna, come out, I'm gonna break your ass. That that right there does not no, that's not gonna scare me. I mean, if if Ben Affleck was like, I'm gonna break your ass as Batman, I'd be like, oh shit, okay, I'm sorry, bro. Robert Pattinson said, I'd be like, I'd slap the dust out your face. Um, stop it, the vampire. <laughs> yes, <laughs> what are you gonna suck? <laughs> um, so so then we get to a match that was by far very competitive. I didn't think that it would end. I didn't think that this match would be that competitive. But Dante Martin and our boy Matt Seidel, friend of the channel, Matt Seidel, faced off against Moxley and Brian Danielson. <coughs> now let me oh. let me let me start this off by saying wait wait time for talking is over, Julian. Shut your goddamn mouth. Time for the main event. <laughs> we all we always pass that part up. But if you guys have been watching Twitter lately, Shane's gone. If you've been watching Twitter lately, then you'll notice that um, Renee Paquette, the wife of yep. John Moxley, she tweets a lot. She, she has a she has a, a show online called Oral Sessions, and yeah, Oral Sessions, Oral um, Sessions. Yes. which is going to make this this segue even funnier. So she has a show online called Oral Sessions, and you know she interviews wrestlers and whatever whatnot. And Renee Paquette gets like top top tier people because her husband's John Moxley, and she's been in the industry for a while too. You know, so she tweets. I love BBC. <laughs> yeah, not and I'm not talking about, and ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about the British Broadcasting Network or oh. channel. She tweets, "I love BBC," and puts a big heart behind it. So naturally, everyone and their mom is like, "Well, Renee Paquette likes big black." It's nine twelve. So Renee Paquette likes big black cocks. So everyone's like, "Oh, she's a she loves BBC. Oh, she's a she's a she's a queen of spades. Um, queen of spades. Oh, she likes black guys and BBCs, right?" What she was trying to say was she likes the BCC. Correct. Oh man, <laughs> the Blackpool Combat Club. And she it knew got. What she was saying. 
It got so many retweets. And she so, lost. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was trending worldwide for like three days. I remember that. that was oh funny. my god, I was like, that's too much. She loves so, so tonight we got John Moxley and Brian Danielson, along with with um William Regal being on commentary. But it was so funny because William Regal was on commentary and Chris Jericho was on commentary. The wizard and Chris Jericho brought Jake Hager. <laughs> and he says, I don't want to get my nose bit off or beat up, blah blah blah. And William Regal said, Hey, Jake Hager, remember when you first started in the other company we were at? Who came to who came to enter to come to come to you and offer you advice and who helped you? It wasn't Chris Jericho, it was me, lad. As a matter of fact, I've helped everyone here in this yep. industry. William Regal, straight facts. Um, straight, straight facts. Uh it, it, it was the end the thing, the match was crazy because Moxley. And and um and Dante, look, we talk. I talk a lot of shit about Dante Martin. I talk a lot of shit about Dante Martin. Dante Martin, man. <laughs> but Dante Martin tonight showed up and showed out. Sure did. Like he was not taking any fucks tonight. He gave no fucks. This match was his coming out party. You know what I mean? I mean, it was like everyone says Dante Martin's great. He he came out of this thing amazing. And the violence in this match, Danielson and Moxley are just crazy. They beat the piss out of both those guys. Um, Matt Seidel gave them a run for their money. Matt Seidel showed this this was a good tag team match. Hey, they realized that, you know, we're facing the Blackpool Combat Club. We got to come out here. We got to fight hard. We got to bring a lot of violence. Yeah. I mean, bro. They they came all right. They came. They just, were fighting. Uh, no, they were fighting the BBC tonight. They had to. They had we to come out. Get the piss out of us for just for no reason, you know. Exactly. I mean, you know, when you're fighting the BBC, you got to. I mean, there was just uh, the BBC was beating that ass. Really beating that ass. <laughs> Shout out to Renee Paquette. Um. So after the match is over, the Blackpool Combat Club, not the BBC, defeated. Dante Martin and and um and um Matt Seidel. <coughs> uh, in a very, very, very hard fought match. And also Seidel and Martin, because they did this wasn't one of those matches where the guys get a few licks in and then the match is over. This match was they legit so fought close, hard. Yeah. So close with Dante Martin damn near pinned Moxley. If it yeah. wasn't for Danielson saving Moxley, he would have got pinned. It yeah. was, and the one thing I love about AEW, ladies and gentlemen, and I say this every Wednesday night and every Friday night when we talk about AEW, is that this is a company, this is a show that you will never know who's going to win. True. You never know who's going to win. True. I mean, it's so. It, it's, it has like happened a couple of times. On any given Sunday, on any given Wednesday, or any given Friday, anyone can win a match. Barry Horowitz can walk into AEW and become world fucking champion. Like that's how it goes down at AEW. Um, AEW is more sports centric; it's not sports entertainment. So after the match was over, you know the winners of the match, the Blackpool Combat Club, they're 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 out there celebrating, and all of a sudden, the Jericho Appreciation Society runs in and attacks, beats the piss out of them. And they go off the air like they did on Wednesday with the heels on top. On Wednesday, it was the elite, the undisputed elite beating the shit out of the faces. Yeah. This time, it was the Jericho Appreciation Society beating the shit out of the faces. 
So this is going to be a very interesting show coming up in the next next week on Wednesday, heading into this pay per view from from Vegas, Um, the first pay per view on the West Coast. So it's going to be awesome. Um, But one of the most one one of the, the the funniest segment all this week, all this week, I'm talking about AEW. I'm talking about fucking WWE. I'm talking about all of it. The funniest segment. Wow, someone just sent me a picture of them watching us in their living room on their TV. Wow. Must be yeah. on Xfinity. No, Must no. be. I, mean, I don't know, but they're watching us, so shout out to them watching us. Right. Uh, so anyway, um, the the funniest thing, the whole segment was... So they can see me by doing so, this? Boy, they'll see you scissoring. They don't want um, to see that. Okay. No one wants to see that. Um, the Anthony Bowens apparently was injured again on the match that happened on Monday Night Elevation. Poor Anthony. So Bowen. shout out to Anthony Bowens. Stay um, up elevation. Apparent, yeah, right. Yeah, apparently there's an injury, so Bowens is out again. Shout I out feel to really bad a wrestler that gets injured all the time. Like it's so sucks. Hey man, unless yeah, you're in the ring doing injury. it, trust me, yeah. in the ring doing it, man. Uh, I face injury. Like I, I, I wrestle hurt all the time. I'm. 30 years in this business. I, I wrestle hurt all the time. What was really so, weird at uh, Max Caster called Billy Gun Daddy. So so <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. So <laughs> um the yeah, youngest daddy. gun, the youngest gun, not Colton, but the other one. He goes, Papa. He goes, Papa, Papa. And he goes, What uh-huh. do we do, Papa? Papa. And <laughs> Billy Gunn shoves him to the side. And Max Caster goes, Yes, what are we gonna do, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> really I love this freaking fact. It is so it funny. Was, it was funny how you said it though, because he was like, So what are we gonna do, Daddy? Yeah, Daddy, what are we gonna do? <laughs> in the sexiest voice he can muster. <clears throat> so what are we gonna do, Daddy? <laughs> he really did. It's like, is there something going on? I was uh, like, did he just do that? Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, he pulled the daddy roll out and he said, Well, Max Caster, he goes, listen, he goes, and he goes, listen here, son, to Max. <laughs> listen here, son. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna wish Anthony uh get a uh, really good, really quick get well, because when he comes back, we're gonna, we're gonna have a scissor party. And I was yeah. like, hey, yeah, oh boy, this is some shit. But you know what else is some shit? You wanna know what else is some shit? What? What else is some shit? Telling these people where they can watch us every week, Julian. Oh man, Julian, where? Oh man, <clears throat> you don't want to watch us on Twitter. Why would you? YouTube. You don't want to watch us on Facebook. Why would you? You know what? You can watch us three times a week if you're in the Portland, Oregon area. Not Florida? Not Florida. I'm sorry. You got to catch us online if you're in Florida. Yeah. But if you're in the Portland, Oregon area, you can catch us three times a week. Mondays at 10 p.m. on channel 8, channel uh, 22 Xfinity TV, channel 8002 CenturyLink TV. Or on Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., channel 23 Xfinity TV, wow. channel 8003 CenturyLink TV. Wow. Or finally on Wednesdays, if you miss us on Monday, you miss us on Tuesday. Or we just want to watch us for three days in a row. All those you know, on Wednesday at 9.30 p.m., channel 11, Xfinity TV, and CenturyLink TV. All right, all right. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to check out the news, and you want to just find out about the rumors and everything going on, you can always go to Biosam.net. That's www.biosam.net for all your wrestling news needs. You know what? If you're just like driving around in your car and you're like, shit, I want to watch these guys, but it's against a lot of watch people when but you're you driving. But can. you can't. Really be on a, you can't be watching videos. I mean, I did it one time, Shane, one time. You can't be watching videos. What you can do, ladies and gentlemen, is you can tune in on Google Podcasts, 
Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music. And for the lovers out there, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio and all these other major podcast platforms. I mean, I checked the analytics the analytics the other day. Bangladesh. Bangladesh is watching. Who the fuck lives in Bangladesh? Where is Bangladesh? They watching us. Keep watching. Keep watching. Keep watching. Keep listening. Um, United Arab Emirates. Uh, we, we're listening to in 96 different countries. It's freaking crazy. Wow. I, they, listening, I was like, wow. People are watching us in like places I've never even heard of. People listen to my sarcastic ass attitude all the time? All the time. Oh, man. But I know why people tune in. Oh, it's because of me? Tune in, but, but before we do that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is Suicide Prevention Month. It's 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 National Mental Health Awareness Month. So if you're feeling sad, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling down, and you feel like, hey, you know what? I just want to talk to someone because I'm not feeling life right now. You can always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Or you can text GO to 741 to reach a trained crisis counselor through the crisis text line, man. It's a global nonprofit organization. And guess what, people? It's fucking free. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can call. You can be like, hey, I don't want to tell you my name, but I'm having an issue. Um, life sucks right now. Can I talk to someone? If someone will be there to listen to you, it's great. It's totally great. Um, but you know what else is great? What? You want to know what else is great, Shane? What? Julian, you want to know what else is great? Feeding the ducks? Feeding the ducks, man. Feeding oh, the ducks. <clears throat> Eating corn the long way. So, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 God damn it, Shane. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, if you like watching this show and you want to support the cast of this show, you want to make sure that this website keeps going so we can provide you the rock hard professional wrestling and mostly MMA content. If you want to just be here while Shane pops blue chews all day, it's cool. If you want to donate to Bodyslam.net, you can do it easily by going to www.bodyslam.net or you can go to slamchats.com. That is www.slamchats.com. Oh, one more time. Slamchats. One more time? Yeah. www.slamchats.com. You know, sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about great sweatpants, brother, and all that cool shit. But it's time. It's time to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the Round Table Pro Wrestling Podcast for the Twitch channel guy right there, Shane Husky. For the man always mixing that shit up, the mixologist, Chemical Julian, and for your boy, the franchise. We just bought him some new J's today. Mmm, sexy. With that being said, thank you for joining us here, and we will see you when we see you. Peace. <laughs>